Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode, how to handle setbacks in marriage. So when you are starting to make improvements and things are going well, it always happens that you have kind of a step back, something that, you know, you go back to old habits or something weird comes up or whatever. So we want to talk about how you get through that and can actually turn into something good. Uh, My name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So most men who join my program, they start seeing and making progress really fast. You know, from day one, things are going better because just that's the way we've designed it, right? I've designed it. So they start seeing positive changes. They're excited about them. Their wife's excited about them, right? I mean, sometimes it's kind of suspicious at first, but then like they start having some momentum, but it pretty much always happens that there's some kind of setback at some point. Okay. Either you know, the, the guy, he goes back into old patterns. Maybe that's pornography. Maybe that's just acting superior. Maybe that's it being controlling or manipulative or pouting when he doesn't get sex or whatever, he, or other things that he wants. Maybe he's back in that mosquito mode where he's trying to do nice things for his wife with the expectation that she's going to change. Right. So you're, you know, you, you fall back into that and you're like, Oh, dang it. And your wife's like, Oh, you know, same old, same old Mike again, right? So the other thing that can happen is a new thing arises that questions trust. So this has happened sometimes, just like bad timing. Somebody will, you know, like an old girlfriend will suddenly contact you and like you weren't looking for that, but it just happened. Or, you know, a family or friend says, oh, well, you, you know, you didn't know about this that your husband used to do. And then your wife's like, oh, geez, you know, now I can't trust anything that he's doing. Okay. Sometimes it's just totally outside of your control, right? That these things happen or your wife hears from a friend or watches the movie or your, your wife gets a divorce or your, your parents get a divorce, right? And it just kind of throws you into a, a tough spot, right? Kind of makes you start thinking, you know, you know, is all this hard work worth it? Okay. So the, the natural reaction here, it's disappointment, right? It's like, oh man, you know, I put in all this work, you know, it was working, but now it's not. Now it's the same old pattern that I used to have. You feel bad about it. Your wife feels like she can't trust you, right? So the men are feeling like, oh man, you know, starting to beat themselves up. You know, I can't believe I did this again kind of thing. And the wives, wives start to feel like, oh, you know, you raised my hopes, but now, you know, now you're back to that same old you. So now I need to pull away even more. Now I trust you even less, right? And it can feel very hopeless in the moment, okay? So, and then guys can start getting discouraged, you know, like the work they put in, oh, it wasn't worth it. You know, I tried all this stuff, didn't work, right? I didn't change. My wife, you know, I started making changes and I took a step back, you know. So at this point, men have a couple of options, right? One's going to lead to more trust and a better relationship. And one will lead to less trust and a worse relationship, okay? So option one is to just give up, Okay. So, you know, to kind of just say, okay, well, I'm never going to be perfect in this. So why even try, right? I'm making these changes, but they, they don't stick. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I tried it, didn't work, you know, so whatever, right? So you go even deeper into your bad habits. Maybe you start looking at pornography more, or you just work a lot more, or you're working out a lot more, like just kind of avoiding the disappointing feeling that you're having. Okay. It's understandable. It just won't get you the result that you want. 
the other things guys will do is just like explode at their wife, right? You can't cut me a break. Like you're not so perfect either. You know, you want me to be perfect and, and I'm trying so hard and you're not even doing anything. So that's the same old pattern, right? Of the mosquito cycle where you get, you do nice things, but then you get fed up, right? You get mad at your wife. Okay. So, or they'll just escape, right? So they explode or they escape. They'll escape again into pornography, work, food, video games, whatever it is that kind of helps you feel a little bit less discouraged or disappointed. And as you can imagine, this leads to less trust in themselves, right? Because they didn't keep their word, right? One of the big things that I try to explain to guys, and look, it, it, it's a it's a big shift to make. You have to make the shift of making these changes not for your wife, right? Not because you want her to change, right? Because rather because that's who you want to be. You want to be a person that is more trustworthy, okay? So when you start wanting to give up, this already kind of betrays that you're making those changes just because you want a certain reaction from her. Okay. And so that's going to lead to less trust in yourself because you broke your word to yourself. Okay. It also leads to less trust from your wife because look, if you give up and now you're like really hammering in the idea that these changes are just for her, right? Just because you want something from her not because you actually want to become a better man, but because you want her to have sex with you more and the divorce and the separation, sleep in the same bed, whatever, right? So giving up, it's not a good option. (laughs) Hopefully you can see that. It's a natural reaction. It's a natural reaction. And it's okay to feel sad for a while about when something like this happens. It's okay, right? But one thing you need to understand is really how behavior change works. So Phase one is just recognizing the problem, okay? So we're just going to give the example of having controlling behavior of your wife, right? Where you're trying to manage what she thinks and feels or behaves, right? Um, So that's phase one. You just recognize it's a problem. Oh, shoot, like I'm doing this. You know, look at how I'm, you um, you know, trying to let's say, buy her gifts so that she'll be happy later and have sex with me, right? That's a controlling behavior, mosquito-type behavior. So phase one is just recognizing, oh, shoot, yeah, I do that. And then phase two is recognizing the problem shortly after it happens, okay? So again, it would be nice if phase two was catch it every time and never do it. But phase two is actually recognize the problem shortly after it happens. So you buy her that present, and then she's not happy, and then you're mad, and then you're like, oh, Oh, wow. Yeah, I did it again. Right. I was, that was actually a controlling behavior. Okay. And so guys will kind of get stuck there and they'll beat themselves up and say, Oh, you know, I should have just known first, but instead I just want you to understand like, that's just part of the process. Okay. So phase three is recognize the problem as it's happening. So next time, right. You go and you buy that flower and you can like kind of see it happening. Someone in our program recently kind of explained this, that they actually saw themselves like going into this old pattern and felt like they couldn't even stop it. Right. And it's discouraging because you're like, oh man, I, I thought I knew how to do this, but look, it's just phase three, just phase three. You're starting to recognize the problem that it's happening instead of after, which is great. So instead of saying, oh, all is lost, right. I'm so discouraged. It's just saying, Hey, good. Like this is the next phase. I'm catching it as it's happening. Phase four is you recognize the problem before it happens. So you buy that flower and you're like, okay, like I can sense myself kind of going into mosquito mode here and let me shift my thinking up. Okay. So that's phase four. That's a good place to be. And then phase five is a new habit has replaced the old habit. So now you buy that flower and it's just like, hey, this is kind of something I want to do nice for my wife. And, you know, here it is. I'm not really attached to her 
result if she doesn't have a positive emotional response to it instead of being mad about that I'll just want to dig in and try to understand her and say, Hey, like, you know, do you not like the flower or are you just having a bad day or, you know, what's going on? You just seem a little bit off. Right. And then that kind of what used to be a miscue turns into increased connection. And it's not like these go straight through, right. You know, you, you may drop back into old habits in times of stress. So you may go all the way through phase five, right. You may catch it before and you're like, Oh, like I, I did it. Right. Um, although that's more phase four, you know, phase five, that new habit replaced the old one, but still a new stressor can send your brain back into old patterns, right? You can go back to those, you know, something odd comes up, you're going to go back to old patterns. Why? Because your brain's actually geared for survival. It's not exactly geared for growth that much. It just wants to keep you alive. And so while they're not ideal, your old patterns have kept you alive. Okay. So when you have that stress, your brain just wants to keep you alive. It goes back to those old controlling patterns, okay? And different things can stress you out, right? Just don't be surprised if you go back to some of those old patterns, okay? Stress can kind of send you back in these phases a little bit, and that's just how your brain works. Don't beat yourself up about it, right? Just understand that's going to happen, and then work through those phases again, okay? So again, option one was giving up when you have a setback, okay? Option two is viewing the setback as a growing opportunity, okay? The setback, it's a normal part of the behavior change process. It just happens, okay? You're, that means you're starting to recognize the problem shortly after the problem happens or maybe right in the middle, right? So you're phase two or phase three. So just, you know, understand that. It's an opportunity to learn and to start moving into the next stages of behavior change. We recognize it as it happens or before it happens or having the new habit, Okay. So what you want to do is dig in and figure out what contributed to this setback. Okay. What happened? What came up? Were there stressors there? Um, you know, what was the situation? How can I think about this differently going into it next time? This is all just building patterns. It's learning. It's growing. This is the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Fixed mindset saying, oh, I have to be perfect at everything. And when I'm not, I self-destruct. That's how I used to be for a long time. Um, versus no, like I'm good enough as I am. I'm going to keep growing. And this is the process, right? Like I'm catching it before, I'm catching it during. That's good, right? Part of the process. Okay. And then you want to plan for the future. Again, next time, what am I going to do differently? So you want to apologize, right? And give yourself grace for your own setback. You know, just say, look, you know, this is just, you know, I went to say to yourself something like, I went back to old patterns under stress. Catching it, it's part of the growing process. I'm good enough as I am and I'm continuing to grow. Okay. That feels a lot better, right? So you learn from it and you plan for the future, right? What am I going to do next time in a similar situation? Then you want to apologize to your wife, right? So you say to her something like, I recognize I went back to my old patterns the other day. I imagine you probably felt discouraged by that, okay? So you're not you're, you're not saying, you know, but I'm going to do better next time, blah, 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 right? Because that's going to actually send her far, farther away. <laughs> yeah. You, sure, you can share with her that, but first you want to just understand Hey, like that was probably discouraging to you, right? I felt discouraged by that too. You want to listen to her. You want to understand her response. Okay. She's like, yeah, you know, you, you do this. And then same old thing again. Like, yeah, I can imagine that's really frustrating for you. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, you know, that finishes up. And then that's when you could maybe share something like, well, here's what I'm planning to do differently next time. Okay. So here's how I'm going to improve. And again, you want to do this because that's who you want to be as a man. 
right? All right, so in summary, setbacks are a normal part of the behavior change process. You don't have to get upset or feel like something's wrong. It's just how it goes, okay? So, and your brain is going to go back to those old patterns under stress. So just kind of expect that, know that it can happen. Don't beat yourself up, but just understand like, hey, I was at stage four and now I kind of backed up stage two. That's okay. Under stress, that can happen. So instead of viewing these as reasons to give up or as ruining your progress, you know, you would just need to see them as a natural part of behavior change. You're catching it right after it happens or maybe during it happens or maybe right before. Okay. That's just the process. Okay. And you can see these really as an opportunity to learn, grow, and even form more connection with your wife, right? So you say, Hey, you know, I imagine this was frustrating for you. You know, she says, yeah, it was. And you can just share it. Yeah, it's frustrating for me too. I'm, I'm really genuinely trying to make these changes and it's upsetting, but you know, I did learn that this is part of the process and, um, you know, of catching these behaviors when they happen and then eventually forming those new habits. Um, yeah, it's frustrating to see, you know, I felt like I had it and then I didn't. So it's, it's, it's tough on me too. And I imagine it's hard on you. Right. And then that can turn into, that's just so different than you coming in and coming in and saying like, Oh no, like it was just something small. Like don't get on my back. Right. Or, uh, or say, Oh, I'm so depressed. I'm such a loser. I can't believe this. Both of those are very unattractive traits versus just coming in from a learning perspective and, you know, a understanding perspective, right. And trying to understand her perspective, all of that's attractive. Okay. So if you want to learn how to become an expert at change and growth, right? How to really make the changes that are going to help you feel confident, strong, loving, be there consistently, be able to communicate well with your wife, manage your thoughts and emotions expertly, be a great example to your kids forever, right? All in line with Christian principles, you know, come apply to join my program, Love, Intimacy, and Legacy at MikeFraserMD.com. That's M-I-K-E-F-R-A-Z is in zebra, I-E-R-M-D, like medicaldoctor.com, MikeFraserMD.com. Or you can head over to strongmenstrongmarriages.com. That'll send you there too. And just click on work with me and uh, you'll have the link to uh, fill out a time to talk and also fill out the application. The application does need to be filled out before we speak. Um, all right, guys. So just remember, don't get discouraged if you have a setback. It's part of the learning process. Give yourself grace apologize to your wife under, just try to understand her. Yeah. It's frustrating. I imagine that's really frustrating for you and probably makes you trust me less. It's hard on me too. You know, it's, um, you know, I'm trying to make these changes and I'm really frustrated too when I have these setbacks, but I'm trying to learn from them. And I understand that's part of the process learning from my mistakes. Okay. And she might still be mad, but it doesn't really matter because you know, you're on the right track, right? You're making these changes and making becoming this guy for you so even if she doesn't quite see it right away or even if she's mad about it or she's like oh whatever you know it doesn't matter and again that's the test will you still keep doing these even if you're not getting that positive feedback from her okay so when you do that's when you build real trust in yourself and then you're trustworthy and that's when you get trust from her and you build all this intimacy okay all right so again if you're ready to really Get results 10 times faster in your marriage. Get the coaching and accountability that makes that happen to create a great relationship with your wife, with your kids, and then have that example go through your generations in line with Christian principles. Come join me in the program, Love, Intimacy, and Legacy. Lots of guys joined. It's exciting. And um, uh, yeah, MikeFraserMD.com or StrongMenStrongMarriages.com. All right, stay strong. We'll see you next episode.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.